Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEOU in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello there. Welcome to the Transit Lounge podcast. And I am feeling excited. I guess there's a bit of a buzz going on at the moment with the holidays approaching for some people they may have already started for me i'm still got a couple of days left of work before i take some some rostered time off i think i mentioned in a past episode that i was annoyed with myself because last year i didn't really take very much time off i just sort of let it all merge into this quasi sort of working sort of dabbling sort of not sort of taking some time off just not being very effective on either front so this year I decided that I'm blocking out uh, time to actually be on holidays and I I'm going to be really interested to see how that goes because I love what I do for work and I know you've probably heard me say that before but in recent times I think I've started to realize and to catch myself falling back into my old habit of letting work dominate so much of my time and so I want to really do my best to enjoy the time off and to unplug from work a little bit and hopefully have that be a time to just refuel, recharge so that I can come back in the new year even more fired up about what lies ahead. But we'll see how I go. Today's episode is actually going to be a short one to share a little story that I came across quite a few years ago and I remember loving it when I heard it. But it came to mind for me again recently because last week I was having a conversation with someone who was pretty frazzled, I guess is a, is a way to describe it. They have been working very hard, very long hours and got to the point where they were saying to me, you know what, what is it all for? I, I rock up and I do my thing and I'm there and I'm on and I'm delivering and doing a great job, but it's so much time and so much effort and for where I'm at in my life right now is this it is this really as good as it's going to get what's it all for and in that moment and this is one of the things that I sometimes struggle with is is that sometimes as a coach my natural instinct is to want to jump in and help to I guess not offer advice but to ask questions to probe a little bit or to help them get some perspective or to move past that and that's not appropriate in every circumstance. And this was one of those circumstances where it was more important for me to just zip it and let that person talk and to just be there and to hear them. And so I didn't share this story with them then, and they may or may not be listening to this episode, but this is the story that came to mind when they were saying, what's this all for? And so I thought, it could be good to share with you in case it sparks something for you, especially as we go into this time where hopefully you'll be taking at least some time off over the end of the year. And often what happens when we take time off is I sometimes call it shut up, think and feel time. And I went through a big phase of avoiding doing that a lot because it would have made me realize how 
unhappy I was with what I was doing for work back then. So if your shut up, think and feel time is going to be coming up, maybe this little story can, can be in your mind and just see what it opens up for you as we head into the end of year and the launch of a new year. So here's the little story. An American investment banker was taking a much needed vacation in a small coastal Mexican village when a small boat with just one fisherman docked. The boat had several large fresh fish in it. The investment banker was impressed by the quality of the fish and asked the Mexican how long it had taken him to catch them. The Mexican replied, oh, only a little while. The banker, being a businessman, then asked why he didn't stay out longer and catch more fish. The Mexican fisherman replied that he had enough to support his family's immediate needs. The American then asked, but what do you do with the rest of your time? The Mexican fisherman replied, I sleep late, fish a little, play with my children, take a siesta with my wife, stroll into the village each evening where I sip wine and play guitar with my amigos. I have a full and busy life, senor. Do you like my Mexican accent? <laughs> the investment banker scoffed. I am an Ivy League MBA and I could help you. You could spend more time fishing and with the proceeds buy a bigger boat. And with the proceeds from the bigger boat, you could buy several boats until eventually you would have a whole fleet of fishing boats. Instead of selling your catch to the middlemen, you could sell directly to the processor, eventually opening your own cannery. You could control the product, the processing and the distribution. Then he added, of course, you would need to leave this small coastal fishing village and move to Mexico City, where you would run your growing enterprise. The Mexican fisherman asked, but senor, how long will all this take? To which the American replied, oh, about 15 to 20 years. But what then? asked the Mexican. The American laughed and said, well, that's the best part. When the time is right, you would announce an IPO and sell your company stock to the public and become very, very rich. You could make millions. Millions, senor? Then what? said the Mexican. To which the investment banker replied, then you would retire. You could move to a small coastal fishing village where you would sleep late, fish a little, play with your kids, take siesta with your wife, stroll to the village in the evenings where you could sip wine and play your guitar with your amigos. And the Mexican just smiled. Now, there is so much to love about that story. And I guess I could go through and share a couple of things that are takeouts for me. But I'm also wanting you to reflect on just what you've heard. And out of that, what are the things that you notice? What do you think is the message in the story? And which parts of it are most relevant for you and where you're at right now? For me, I think one of the takeouts is the importance of understanding for what purpose we are doing something. What's the end game? And, and I guess that links to things like how do you define success for yourself? And sometimes that's a financial thing and sometimes it's other things. And also, I guess, specifically off the back of that conversation with the person I was speaking with last week who was saying, you know, what's it all for? 
I think those kinds of questions when they come up for you and I think they come up for most people at different times in our lives, sometimes multiple times, and it can be an opportunity for you to just reflect on, well, what's the answer to that? What are you doing it all for? And are you appreciating what you already have? Are you working for something that actually is just going to end up bringing you full circle? Or is there growth opportunity, but how will you know what's enough? I guess it's common themes too that were in The Greatest Showman, which I, I watched again recently, and some of the, I guess, the takeouts out of that of the balance of an entrepreneurial spark or drive, passion for what you do, and how you can, with the best of intentions, actually miss out on the things that you actually are really wanting and why you are doing what you're doing. On the flip side, I also want to, I guess, go into bat for the American in the, in the story. Not entirely, but I want to acknowledge that for some people, and I'm increasingly realizing that I am one of those people, I actually love working and it's a way that I can feel like I add value to others and that's meaningful to me. And I guess there's also a line where that can tip over the edge into is it just working for working's sake? Is it pushing too hard? Is it pushing beyond what's healthy for me? What's healthy for the priority relationships that I have in my life? And what am I striving for? And that finding that balance, which I think is is an interesting question. And the whole work-life balance thing is probably a topic worthy of a whole podcast episode to itself. But I think that sometimes if you're someone who loves working, it can be either seen as a badge of honor and then you push so hard and you slog it out and kill yourself in the process, which I have done many times in the past, or it's frowned upon by others who you know see you as working too much that from their perspective and their priorities, you are missing out on things that are, that are important. But potentially they are things that are important to them, not to you. So I also don't want to necessarily make anyone the villain in this. And the question is really more about exploring that question of what is it all for? And are you enjoying the process because the Mexican fisherman has created this idyllic life for him and it sounds like he's extremely happy and that that's what he would strive for no matter how successful his business was. But it also doesn't make it wrong if you want to grow and you want to expand and there's a season in your life where you are contributing more time and energy into your work. And I'm not sure if I'm just saying that to justify my own choices. I don't think I am. I think that there are certain people for whom work is a really important, rich part of their life. And that's not wrong as long as you're not harming yourself or harming others in the process. So that's it. Short and sweet episode for this week. And I hope it gives you some food for thought. 
I hope it gets you thinking about what it is all about in your life and what you're doing it for so that you've got a really great reference point as you potentially start to think about the new year and the year ahead and what you'd want to be the same, what you'd want to change, what you'd want more of, what you'd want less of and how you can create the circumstances, the environment to help make that happen for you. And ask, which one are you? Are you the Mexican fisherman? Are you the American? Are you somewhere in between? And what is it that's going to serve you as you close out 2018 and start to welcome 2019? As always, would love for you to reach out, connect with me, let me know what you think, either on Facebook in the closed Facebook group where we have a bit more personal conversations about how you are striving to be a leader in your own life as CEO you or you can just connect with me send me an email chandra at the transitlounge.com and I would love to know what's going on for you and what did you think about this story have a great week and I hope that you are approaching a time where you could perhaps sleep late fish a little etc and enjoy whatever is the equivalent of the Mexican's idyllic life, even if it's just for a couple of days. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favour and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then... Do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.